Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Today, I want to talk about the number one mistake that people make in business and why you just don't do it. Just don't. So what a lot of people do when they go into business is they look at what is, what's my income? How much are my sales? That's the one number they look at. If my sales are going up, that's great. I'm doing really, really well. And you might be, but you may not be. So I'm not saying don't look at your sales number, but there's a way you need to look at your sales number to make sure that you're looking at it in the right way and you've got the knowledge that goes with it. So yes, when you're starting out in business, sales are important, absolutely. You need the more sales, absolutely. You need to be hustling and increasing your sales. But you've got to also keep a tab on your expenses. How much is it costing you to buy the product to sell or to provide the service to sell? What are your costs of delivery to make that sale? And then what are your overhead costs? You need to understand all those costs as well to determine whether the sales figure you're aiming for and you're getting each month is the right number. Unfortunately, it's a bit more of a calculation. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't have to be complicated. And as always, as I say, if you can add and subtract to a bit of multiplication, division, and maybe a odd percentage, that's all accounting is. That's all you need to know. So I'll come into that in a minute, into the detail of the calculation. But the other thing that can get people unstuck is you make the sales. That's great. That's great. That's great. But are you following up with getting the money in the bank? Because making a sale is great. But if your money's not in the bank account, it doesn't do you a lot of good. And in certain industries that are rife with people going bust, not paying bills or delaying payments, it can be a complete misnomer to look at your sales figure as the relevant number you need to be looking at. So bear that in mind. To me, a sale isn't a sale until the money's in the bank. Yes, from an accounting perspective, from a tax perspective, from all sorts of GST potentially, all sorts of reasons, yes, your sale is a sale. But when you've got the money in the bank is when you can really say that you've sold. So just bear that in mind. And the secret behind that, of course, is you need to be following up regularly if you've got invoices that are outstanding and beyond your payment terms. You need to be following up, chasing up, sending emails, phone calls, every every combination because people start to get used to, if you just send emails, they ignore them. If you make phone calls, they might ignore them. You know, like it just, you've just got to mix it up on your debt collection process. But 
let's go back to what is the sales number you need to be looking for. So if you have a business that is selling services, so you've got your yourself, may, you may or may not have some staff if you've got some team members that are delivering the service and you're paying them as full-time employees, then even though their cost of, of delivery in my books and from an accounting perspective, I think you need to keep track of that. But leave that aside for a minute. If you've got permanent staff, you're paying them whether you've got income or not, right? They're sitting there twiddling their thumbs all day because you don't have any work for them to do. You still have to pay them if they're permanent employees. So to work out what your minimum monthly sales revenue needs to be, which in accounting speak is break even, to work out what that number is you need to be targeting, you need to add up all your overhead costs. So your salary costs, your rent if you're paying rent, telephone, advertising, bank charges, cleaning, donations, electricity, I'm going through the alphabet, general expenses, your internet, the your website costs, your any graphic design, brochures, printing and stationery, um, any staff training, staff amenities, insurances, interest if you've got borrowings, all of those things you need to add everything up for a 12-month period, and I'm saying that logically, and then divide it by the number of months that you really will be getting income. Because, and for me, what I normally recommend for most people is divide by 10. Because there tend to be two months in the year where income's just really not good. For a lot of people, it's, you know, half of December, possibly all of January. Sometimes there's a bit of time around Easter Anzac, that sort of school holiday then. Sometimes it's around end of financial year. But there are some key times when things just aren't quite what they're supposed to be. If you divide by 10, you then work out what in the good months, this is what you're for 10 months of the year, if you make that minimum number of sales, you've covered all your costs. Now, from a cash flow perspective, you may also need to factor in there if you've got loan repayments, you've got higher purchase payments, if you've got money you owe back for, you're paying off outstanding accounts, if you've got yourself behind, you need to add all of those in because Otherwise, you actually still will go backwards from a cash flow perspective. So work out what that figure is. That's the number. If you're going to keep track of your sales, that is the number that you need to be looking at. Not just what good is, the, how, how where are my sales? You need to be thinking about have you met that minimum number? And the aim, of course, is to make it higher. Now, if you are selling product, Calculation is a little bit more complicated. Yes, you need to work out what your fixed overhead costs are. All those fixed costs are the same as for a service-based business. But you also need to factor in what is your margin on your product. So if you buy for a dollar and sell for $2, even though that's 100% markup, you've actually only made a 50% margin. If you buy for a dollar and sell for a dollar fifty, you've done a fifty percent markup. Your gross margin is thirty three percent. It's the gross margin you need to look at. So once you know what your sales prices are and your cost prices are, what's the difference? You then need to work backwards. So if you needed to make 
$100,000. I'm going to make my numbers simple on this if I can as I go. If you need $100,000 to pay all the bills and you have a markup of 50%, so you're, you're selling for a dollar, selling for a dollar fifty, so you got a 33%, then you need to make $300,000 of sales because your cost of sales will be 200000 You will then have a 33% margin, 100000 which will pay your overheads. Alternatively, if you have, you're doing a 100% markup, so you purchase a dollar selling for $2, then what you have is a 50% markup. So you've got to make $100,000. You'll need to have $200,000 in sales. You'll have $100,000 in costs. That's your half. And then $100,000 to pay your overheads. So you need to work out that calculation and work out what is your bare, bare minimum that you have to have because that's the number of sales you need to be looking for. You need to be identifying whether or not you've got that much in sales so that you know you've got your money, you know, all your expenses covered. Obviously, you need to be doing more than that. But at the same time, going back to what I said early on, make sure the money is coming into the bank account. So yes, watch for your sales. Make sure that you've got enough to cover all your expenses and more because that's when you're really making profit. But also make sure that the money's coming in. So you can't just look at one number. Don't just look at whether or not what your sales revenue are. Make sure you're looking at it in conjunction with your expenses. Then you're looking at the right number. Do the calculation, work out what the right number is for you and go out there, keep an eye on those sales and the money coming in the bank and make sure you're making not only enough to cover costs, but you're making a profit too because that's what it's all about. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.